it's really important that we get enough vitamin D. I mean, I would say most people, when they go to the doctor, advocate for yourself and ask for your vitamin D levels to be tested when you are getting blood work done. Because again, just like with omega-3s, that is the best way to know where you're at. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Welcome to episode number 120 with Kate Turner. The three supplements that most people should add to their diet and why. Today's guest, Kate Turner, is a nutrition specialist at Nordic Naturals. As a registered dietitian and personal trainer, Kate is passionate about improving people's health through evidence-based nutrition, education, and exercise. This passion drove her to complete her master's in nutrition education, teach at graduate level, and travel to Italy to learn about Mediterranean cuisine. Kate has over eight years of experience in the field of nutrition as a wellness director, private nutrition consultant, educator, and public speaker. She is here today to discuss the ways we can all live healthier, happier lives. I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to talk a lot about omega-3s, which most people don't get, and why you should buy a quality omega-3. I hope you enjoy this show. And if you do, please rate and review my show on whatever app you're using. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and make it a great day. Kate Turner. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast today. How in the heck are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm great. Nice hot day here in hot Atlanta, and and uh, it's been a burner. Before we dig into the episode on the three supplements most people should add to their diet and why, who is Kate Turner, and what was your catalyst into this health and wellness realm? Also, accepting this position with Nordic Naturals. So I started out, I luckily, you know, with great guidance from actually a college guidance counselor, I knew that I wanted to go into the field of nutrition. And I had always wanted to help people. And at certain points in my life, I thought that was maybe going the doctor route, but it never felt right. And nutrition always did, and food always did. So I went to Virginia Tech and got my bachelor's there in their dietetics program, which I can't say enough good things about. And then I went on to complete my master's and teach at the graduate level. And during that time too, I was also working as the wellness director for a YMCA. Um, And I do like to share, it's not more sort of globe, but to understand... I guess the nature of the beast, but we were the fastest growing YMCA in the country. So we had about 30,000 members in three years. And we were, you know, I was building out their nutrition program and doing some of 
other, you know, wellness director duties like teaching classes. And that's where I also then got my personal training certification just to have that continuity of care for clients. Because prior to that, I always had to send them to a trainer. Mm-hmm. And I always found there were, you know, whether there was other guidance during their training sessions or just some miscommunication. I wanted to be that one point of contact. And then you know, after that, I knew my husband now, but my boyfriend at the time was moving to California and we had discussed it. And so he was actually out there and I still had to finish up some teaching commitments. And I knew I wanted to do something before I moved. I wanted to take some time for me, also do something that was also going to add just to the well-roundedness of what I wanted to create for my practice and for my clients. And so when I was in college, I studied abroad in Italy for a semester. And I took a Mediterranean cooking class and I fell in love with it. And so I said to myself, if I ever have the chance to come back and you know dive more into this and take a fuller course, I would love to do that. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, my sister actually had reminded me of it. And I looked into a few programs and I actually went to Italy for three months and did a culinary program there, which was amazing and really taught me more about how important sleep and stress management are because pretty much before that, I was in like constant go mode and overdrive, definitely probably experiencing some burnout and adrenal fatigue. And then um, when... We got to California. I had already been in talks with Nordic Naturals prior. And then the timing worked out. And I continued my virtual practice um, and then started working with them. And like we were just saying before we started recording, I wasn't really sure what I'd find out in the supplement industry. And I was a little nervous that I was going to find out things I didn't like. But with Nordic Naturals, I still have yet to find out in terms of their supplements and products anything I don't stand behind. Yeah, it's an interesting industry, supplements and, and Nordic Naturals. Very. For all those that don't know, the listeners that don't know, is probably the number one maker of omega-3 fish oils. And we're going to get into that today a little bit. But uh, I've always been a fan of their omega-3 since the beginning of my journey doing this. And rec- highly recommend most of my clients take an omega-3, and we're going to dive into that as well. But before we dig in, this is a really tough topic because as a person who has a supplement cabinet, not just a box, full of all kinds of supplements, because as a podcast host, I get all kinds of stuff shipped to me on a regular basis to try out for them to be on the show, blah, blah, blah. But so, so narrow it down to three for me was very tough, and I still don't have three. But we're going to play a little game before we start. I'm going to say my top three that I believe most people should add. But actually, it's boils down to four. But, and you know, let me know how close I am and how far or how far off I am to your top three. Got it. Okay. Number one is omega three fish oil uh, because basically, it's the top nutrition deficiency in the country because our food system and because and even our fish supplies are mostly farmed fish unless you want to pay the higher dollar. 
So you're really not getting your omega-3s that way. Plus, you know, our body is one big giant cell that needs oil to be supple, Mm -hmm. to keep our cells supple to function. And not only that, but it's cell growth, it's muscle activity, hormone production. So number one is omega-3. The next one is curcumin or turmeric. And a highly bioavailable form of that because it protects against heart disease, which so does omega-3, but arthritis, prevention of diabetes, and also prevents cancers of many types. Now, number three is a little tough because magnesium is a high one that most people are deficient in. But I'm going to go with probiotics on this one because all disease begins in the gut. And I think that most people need a a good probiotic with good bacteria to counteract the bad, harmful bacteria in our stomachs that most people eat on a standard American diet. And then I had to add vitamin B because that's just, that's a building block for our body. So, and most people don't, with unhealthy gut, don't... have much vitamin B's, you know, so we need that for some metabolism. Anyway, those are my, those are mine. How close am I? So the great thing is we're very close. So my top three would be omega-3, like you said, probiotic. And then the one that you didn't have that I have as top three would be vitamin D. Oh. Since most are deficient. But then I always tell people after those first three, like my next set would be magnesium. A B complex. Mm-hmm. And then, like any other specific supportive nutrient, which curcumin 100% fits in that one, because honestly, we all experience inflammation mm-hmm. and it can really be supportive for a healthy inflammatory response. But so we are very close. <laughs> nice, nice. And we're going to dive into these a little bit, but omega 3, yeah. like I said in the beginning, is, is one that, huh, I mean, it's hard to eat omega-3s and add to our diet because of our food chain supply, number one. And you work for the number one omega-3 maker in the United States of America. Uh, the Alta Omega is my favorite. And you, they also yeah. make a very, very good cod liver oil, and which is also a staple in my collection because... I mean, salmon itself is probably the highest fish, I think, in my book of omega-3 levels. And that's because, not because salmon makes omega-3 in its body, it's because of what they eat. They eat sea vegetables Mm -hmm. and seaweed and algae, and therefore, that's where they get the omega-3s from. But I'm going to let you go from here. Why do you consider omega-3 to be the number one? Yeah, let's just dive into it. So. Like you were saying earlier, we are made up of trillions of cells, right? And really what determines our health overall is the health of our cells. And so around each cell, and this is just to help us understand how omega-3s work and benefit us, but around each cell, we have our cell membrane. And the cell membrane really determines kind of what goes in and what goes out of the cell. So we want that cell membrane to be really fluid so we can allow, you know, nutrients in. Let's say like you were saying you have a whole 
cabinet of supplements. You want to let those nutrients into your cells, but also push waste out. So depending on... Your cell membrane is always made up of fat. Depending on the type of fat you're eating, that adjusts the permeability and how fluid your cell membrane is. So for instance, if you eat a really high diet in saturated fats or more unhealthy fats, it actually makes that cell membrane more rigid. So you're not able to take in as many nutrients and push out as many nutrients from the cell. What omega-3s do is they make that cell membrane really fluid. So we can allow all those good nutrients that we're trying to get in our bodies, whether it's through supplements or whether it's through just you know, eating a salad, right? Or eating some anything that has nutrients in it. We want to get those in. And then we want to be able to push that waste out. So that's really where omegas support us at the cellular level, which is the key to all of our health. The issue is, like we've discussed, is that 90% of Americans are deficient in omega-3s. And it's usually because it's just not easy to meet those needs through diet alone. So we were talking about fish, you know, you want to get the omega-3s really want our EPA and DHA, which are the direct sources. And that would come from, you know, either algae, if you are vegan or vegetarian, or marine sources. So cold water fatty fish like sardines, anchovies, salmon, herring, mackerel. Most people think of salmon first because out of all of those, we probably eat salmon the most. Right. But the tough part here is even if you're getting, you know, three to six ounces of quality salmon let's say two to three times a week, that's still not your daily dose of omega-3s. So that can give you about a thousand, maybe up to 2000 if you're eating six ounces of salmon of omega-3s a day. However, we want that daily dose. We want to be getting that on a daily basis. Also important to know here too, through other plant-based sources. So the only plant-based source that's a direct source of EPA and DHA is that algae. So taking an algae oil. But a lot of the times people think that ALA, because unfortunately our food industry touts it, you know, you get a bag of walnuts, what's the first thing it says on there? High in omega-3. But the issue there is that ALA has to be converted to EPA and DHA. And remember, those are the omega-3s we want. The conversion rate is only 1% to 5%. So it's really important that you... If you find that you don't eat a lot of fish or you know most people aren't eating if they're vegan or vegetarian, a lot of algae sources or seaweed sources, you want to make sure you're supplementing your diet. So again, we can allow all those other nutrients you're taking in to actually get into our cells and benefit our body. Okay. Now let's go into a little bit of the omega-3, omega-6 ratios yes. because... This is a little, and, and, and also EPA and DHA, because that's something else that we need to know about. Because, and there's also a way to test it. We'll get into that in a little bit. But let's start with omega 3 and omega 6 ratio, because we do eat a lot of omega 6s. Yeah. So we should start with, so really with the ratio, we would love to be like a one to one ratio, but it's more realistic that. If we can get to a four to one ratio of omega-6 to omega-3s, 
we're we're in a good spot. However, right now the average American diet is closer to a 20 to 1 ratio of omega-6 to omega-3s. Now, what they each are or do for the body is omega-6 fats promote an inflammatory response, which isn't all bad, right? We hear inflammation, we think bad. But it's actually really important for, let's say you fall, cut your knee, you can see, right, it turns red, we have a response. That's a positive response. It's a response for healing. And that comes from omega-6s. And that comes, that's still a positive inflammatory response. Where we have an issue with omega-6 fats is if we have too many and that inflammatory response turns chronic, right? It's like that lower level of inflammation. That's where we get into trouble. So rather than trying to, and this is what we'll talk about in terms of foods, rather than trying to decrease our omega-6s so much, let's just try to level up our omega-3s and meet them halfway because we're at such a disparity right now. So with omega-6 foods, obviously certain ones you do want to try and limit in your diet. So those would be like your processed foods, processed oils, depending on you know if you're eating cheese is high in omega-6s, if you're eating lots of cheese, trying to minimize that. However, Omega-6 fats are also found in really healthy foods like walnuts we were talking about earlier, which are always touted for omega-3s, actually contain more omega-6 than omega-3 fats. Also chickpeas, so like your hummus, even chicken, avocados are high in omega-6. So there's a lot of healthy foods as well that we don't want to cut out. But rather what we can do is just increase our level of omega-3s, right? specifically EPA and DHA, to try and you know bridge the gap between that disparity of our current ratio. Okay, because I mean, really, a lot of America, standard American diet, as I said earlier, is really out of balance as far as omega threes and omega sixes, and especially with olive. I mean, when you and we could go forever on this topic, but even olive oils, you know, you you get we're all told to eat olive oil, or avocado oil, as versus vegetable oils, which are very, very high in omega-6s and, and really toxic for the system. But even the olive oils, the extra virgin olive oils on the shelf, you have to watch out for because a lot of those sit in a warehouse and become rancid, which makes mm-hmm. it horrible as well. And I want to get into the how to pick a good quality omega-3 out too, but let's talk about like with fish. You know, we talk about tuna, uh, people like canned, tunas are very high in mercury. Yeah. When you're buying canned tuna fish, you may think you're eating healthy, but the very, the, the tuna fish that's in the cans is very high in mercury. And also we have to watch the fish we buy because farm raised versus fresh caught is a whole nother subject. So let's go there before we dive into the DHE, EPA, DHA part, please. Uh, So first, just to start with like canned tuna, it's not to say you can never have it, right? Because also I will say foods that are high in mercury are also tend to be high in selenium and selenium helps kind of block us from absorbing that mercury. So it's more to say if you are going to have 
um, which I wouldn't have it on a daily basis or super on a super regular basis. But if you're still going to have your canned tuna fish, one of the best ones to choose, which is the least high in mercury, is chunk light tuna. Mm-hmm. So always look for when... Or even the skipjack too um, has less mercury, but always looking for that. And then in terms of... It's actually interesting, I will say, with the farm-raised versus wild-caught fish. A lot of the research actually shows that there's not a huge difference between EPA and DHA levels between the two. Wild-caught okay. definitely has a bit more. But they're currently, with the current research we have, that's not to say more research couldn't come out and change it because I'm with you. The idea of... right a fish eating their natural wild diet, which includes algae and those right different types of seaweed, things like that, which are going to have EPA and DHA, you would think it would have more. And it does have a bit more. But right now, we just can't say definitively that it has significantly more. But it's also too important to know like if you know wild caught fish is very expensive or can be very expensive, especially like if you're getting like a wild caught king salmon. So a tip here too is... There are certain, and I'm always a proponent of trying to choose better quality and wild caught, but um, there are certain places like I know Whole Foods has a um, sustainability program that they use for their farm-raised fish. And so those farmers have to meet all their requirements. And so there are ways to kind of get around it and still get in those omega-3s. But yes, the best source that you can be free of mercury, right? Of EPA and DHA. And you know, also just know again that you're getting that daily dose would be through a fish oil supplementation. And that's still to say, I would still encourage you to eat seafood. And that's fine too. Some people I know, if they know they're having a fish high in omega-3s that day, they just don't take their supplement that day. And I'm in full support of that as well. Because again, as long as you're getting that daily dose, that's really what we want. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to mention Whole Foods. They have a great farm-raised program that they mm-hmm. monitor on a very, very strict basis. So a lot of their salmon that's even farm-raised is very quality fish because they actually make sure that they're getting fed the proper nutrients while they're being farm-raised. So that's, that, that's a very good point. Also, sardines, you know, you mentioned sardines, and a lot of people don't like sardines, but those are very high. Little small fish are usually higher, yeah. right? Yeah, sardines and anchovies. Okay. And that's where, I mean, a lot of people don't realize too. So, our cod liver oils come from cod in Norway, but majority of our omega 3s come from anchovies and sardines because it's more sustainable. So, that's a way too that we, try to bring in, you know, and just be more sustainable and with our fishing practices. But yes, anchovies and sardines are very high in omega-3. So if you like those, don't discount them. All right, let's go into omega-3s a little bit deeper before we move on. But how much is enough? How How much should an average person get on a daily basis? So I will say I cannot give personal recommendations because we'll talk about testing and that's really the best way to know. But if you, you know, if you go online, most places will say a minimum of 500 milligrams a day. From what I've seen and based on research, 
I would stick to closer to 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams a day. But again, the best way to know your ratios, and you can also see your omega-3 to omega-6 ratio and see how much you need is to get tested. Luckily, it's very easy to get tested. There's very, there's um, some mail home kits. Omega three Quant is a, is That's a great one. Yeah. yeah, and they'll send and you a it's, kit. It's like forty nine bucks, I think. Yeah, you prick yeah. your finger, you send it back in, and they'll give you a complete report, and they make it easy to understand. But that's really the best way to know how much you should be supplementing with because some people honestly may need more than 2,000 milligrams a day. It's just hard to make a blanket statement. But I would say if you're starting out, I would start with around 1,000 milligrams a day. Okay. Yeah, Mega Quant's a good, really good one. And yeah. don't buy it from Amazon because I think it was $79 on Amazon for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe I was looking oh, at Interesting. It. Yeah. So Mega Quant has it for 47 or 49 and it's a very easy, you just prick your finger like a to test like you do for to test your blood sugar levels and send it back to them. EPA DHA ratios. So it depends what you're looking for in terms of support. So you can think of DHA as everything supporting the neck up. So think about your brain health, your eye health. The one exception is EPA does help support a healthy mood. So that's a little bit in that section as well. And then you think of EPA as neck down. So supporting your heart health, your joint health, right? So it really depends what you're looking for. I know for myself, I shared with you, I currently am in my third trimester of pregnancy. So mm -hmm. right now for me, DHA is very important for myself and my baby, um, mainly for their growing brains and their eye health. But then as I transition postpartum, DHA will still be just as important, but I'll also add in more EPA for mood health. Okay. So that's where, again, it, it kind of changes depending on what support you're looking for. All right. And on the website for Nordic Naturals, which will be in the show notes, they have some very good articles and very good information for those of you out there that want to check it out for yourself. But let's go into sourcing because I know that Nordic Naturals is very, very good at what they do and it's third-party tested. But when people are purchasing a quality supplement, and this is one of the things that you have to watch out for, especially with omega-3s, because given a 1,000 milligram capsule of fish oil, maybe 80% omega-3s, or it may be 8% omega-3s. So it's crucial to read the labels. And also, because a lot of that fish oils are actually diluted with soybean oil on some of the cheaper brands. So you have to... Be really cautious of where you purchase or how you purchase. So can you go into why? Because, I mean, I've went through this topic a lot, but buying supplements is, is very tricky because you can go into, you know, Target or Kroger or uh, Walmart and find these supplements and they got like a sale on omega-3s and you think you're getting a good deal, but yet sometimes you're not. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really important to remind people that supplements are not regulated. So they're not like medications. They're not regulated, which means there could be anything 
in the bottle, right? And that's why you want to buy from a trusted brand and a trusted source. So particularly for fish oil, what you want to look for, the first two dead giveaways that it is a poor quality fish oil is one that it either smells fishy, tastes fishy, or I guess the third thing is gives you fishy burps. So majority of people I talk to that don't take fish oil and have tried to in the past, the reason why they don't take it is because they they said they always got fishy fish burps. burps. What fish burps mean, what a fishy smell or taste means is that the fish oil is actually rancid. And rancid fish oil can have a negative effect on your health by actually increasing your cholesterol levels. So that's like the first dead giveaway. And that's to me, that's like the easiest way to tell just what the quality of the actual fish oil is in there. But then there are other things you want to look for too. So... Um, You want the company to have third-party testing to ensure purity and freshness. And also that they offer a certificate of analysis, which shows the results of those testing. So like for instance, for us, you can go on our website. Every single bottle we have has a lot number. And you can put in that lot number and you can actually get a certificate showing all of the results from that purity and freshness third-party testing. Also a company that has transparency in their processing and really shares with you how they process their fish oil. And one of the biggest things too is that they actually have research behind their products. So I know for a lot of new companies that can be tough, but for any good quality supplement company, you want there to be research behind their products. And then lastly, like we talked about too is the sustainability factor especially when it comes you know to fish or to any type of product where it can affect the environment and that's why we talked about it most a lot of our majority of our fish oil actually comes from sardines and anchovies and we have a full practice we are friend of the sea certified so also too we do a lot of our fishing in peru for our anchovies and sardines but there are times where you know, because we're part of this sustainability coalition where we're not allowed to fish, right? Because of overfishing. And it doesn't happen a lot, but we have a whole system in place. And one other thing just to touch on with omega-3s that you want to look for is that your omega-3s are in the triglyceride form Mm. versus the ethyl ester form, which is the synthetic form. So the triglyceride form is going to increase the absorption of fish oil and increase that bioavailability. So you really want to make sure that you're looking for omega-3s in the triglyceride form. It's also more expensive for companies to do it that way. And so that's why a lot of companies will keep their fish oil in the synthetic or ethyl ester form. And what that means for anyone that doesn't understand or follow is that Basically, if you want to concentrate a fish oil, so you want to add a specific amount of EPA and DHA, all fish oil naturally comes in the triglyceride form. You have to break that triglyceride in order to add more EPA and DHA to the ratios you would want that product to have. So what you can do is you can leave it... Once you add that EPA and DHA, you put a cap on the third... basically the third triglyceride that you're not adding. So what happens then is that's left in a form that your body doesn't recognize. That's in that ethyl ester synthetic form. What companies do like Nordic Naturals to increase your absorption is they put it back in the triglyceride form. It's a much more extensive process. It's more expensive as well. 
but our bodies recognize like any fat we eat is in a triglyceride form. So our bodies recognize that, which means they're going to absorb it more. So that's another thing you definitely want to look for. It'll be right on the bottle because if people are paying the money to do it, they're going to have it on the bottle and saying that it's in the triglyceride form. If it does not say it on the bottle, I can't say definitively that it's not in the triglyceride form, but they wouldn't be going through the process and not be touting it in their marketing. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add on omega-3s that we missed? Um, I think we covered most of it. Okay, good. Let's go into your second one, which was magnesium or probiotic? Uh, probiotic. Okay. Probiotic. So I, to me, it's like your, your gut is really connected to everything. I mean, particularly our brain health, but also our skin health our digestive system. Um, 70% of our immune system lives in our gut. And I know that's been top of mind for us for you know, <laughs> a little over a year now, but also it's linked to positive mood and weight management. And there's more and more research that keeps coming out about how important our gut health is. And one great way to support it is through probiotics, but also to combat a lot of our other habits. So when you know, if anyone has been on antibiotics throughout their life, or they have a higher sugar diet, um, or their diet's just not that rich in fibers, probiotics can really help combat a lot of that. And so it's just so important that we're getting them, honestly, on a daily basis. Um, you can eat probiotic-rich foods. However, it's kind of like we were talking about with our fish as well, you want to be eating them every day then. Right. you know. So those would be like your sauerkraut, your kimchi. I'm not saying if you have a kombucha every day, you're getting your probiotics in because a lot of the times they actually have a lot of sugar in them. So it kind of counteracts each one. But if you can have a healthy balance of probiotic-rich foods and taking a probiotic supplement, I think that's really the sweet spot. And then once again... Purchasing these is not easy. So what do you recommend? You have a good article on here, a couple of good articles on probiotics and also on your Instagram. What's your recommendation for picking out a probiotic? So it does depend what support you're looking for because there are a variety of strains in different probiotics which do different things. But I know like for our products, we have a daily and a comfort and a woman. So our woman probiotic, for example, has some strains that'll also support your urinary tract health. Our comfort actually has strains that this would be something if you are having GI issues or disturbances, you would want to take the comfort versus the daily because there are more supportive strains. But depending on what you're looking for, you want to look for that specific strain. Okay. I'm just looking at these on the website as we're talking. Yeah, this is an interesting subject. This is a subject on its own. So, and the next one, you, we're going to go on to the next one because probiotics are, like I said, this could be it. But the gut health is king and it always will be. And it's great. I find it a lot. Of, lately, like you said, there's been a, a gut health has been studied more and more and more these days. And a lot of research is coming out by some of the most amazing people in the industry about gut health. And it's, I think it's key. And like I've said it many times, is it, 
you know, gut health is king and it's the root of all disease, basically. So get your gut right and you'll top your omega-3s off and you're good to go for the most part, except for, you said vitamin D, didn't you? Yes. So my third would be vitamin D. Majority of Americans are deficient in vitamin D and also just with the way our lifestyles are now. We think that we can, we still think we can get enough from the sun. However, you need to be outside with no sunscreen on, which is not recommended by any dermatologist (laughs) um, for various reasons. Also, you know, a lot of the times when we're outside, we're covered, right? We don't have direct sun exposure, or whether, you know, you're a night shift worker or something really interesting that we've been trying to shed light on that we found most people just don't realize, the darker your skin tone is, the less vitamin D you actually can produce from Mm -hmm. the sun. So that's another factor as well. But just vitamin D, I mean, I feel like most people think about vitamin D and maybe bone health first, but it's so supportive for immunity, a positive mood. It also can be really helpful when we talk about immunity, but It can help with colds and flu and trying to really help, which a ton of research actually had come out with coronavirus, Mm -hmm. but really help mitigate, you know, just your your incidence and susceptibility. So it's really important that we get enough vitamin D. A lot of the times, I mean, I would say most people, when they go to the doctor, advocate for yourself and ask for your vitamin D levels to be tested when you are getting blood work done. Because again, just like with omega-3s, that is the best way to know where you're at. Test, you know, don't some people guess. yeah. Yep, sorry yeah, for don't guess. Yeah. Well, because no, because a lot of people, it's really interesting. I'll have a lot of clients that end up getting their vitamin D levels checked. And you know, maybe we had them on 2000 IUs a day. And they're extremely deficient. And we got to bump that up to about 5,000 IUs a day. Or So it's, it's a great way to really know. And it's empowering too, to know your health status and know how you can improve it and what's the best way to do it. Right. And D, yeah, D is a tough one because it's, uh, like you said, it, it's hard to get from the sun yeah, very hard to get from food. Right. And it's also uh, a fat-soluble vitamin. So if you're not taking... Right, it's fat-soluble. Yep. And so you need, to, yep. you need to take it with a, a, a fat. So your, your brand actually has olive oil, virgin olive oil in it. Yep. And that's where too, even pairing like one of our gummies, which, oh my gosh, our vitamin D gummies, our vitamin D3 gummies are... So delicious. They will remind you to take your uh, your vitamin D supplement. But it's a great way, and same with a probiotic too, pairing it with the fish oil. So taking your omega-3, your vitamin D and probiotic together. And I would say also taking it like on a full stomach or during a meal. The fats from the omega-3s help both the probiotic and the vitamin D be absorbed better. Okay. All right. The next one up is magnesium. Right? Yep. Because this is another one that's, I'd say, I mean, statistics, when you pull it up on Dr. Google are like 78%. But I, after reading lab work for the last many years, and this is another one that doctors won't test a lot or they'll test the wrong one because, our, you know, because of our insurance system doesn't 
usually want you to test, but this is another one that's test, not guess. And because it's important. It's very important. So magnesium is one, yes, most people are deficient again, unfortunately. And one of the main reasons being is we have a vicious magnesium stress cycle. So basically, as our stress increases, we excrete more magnesium. So we lose more magnesium. Then when we have low magnesium levels, we don't respond to stress as well, which then increases our stress, having us lose more magnesium. So yes, two ways you can break that cycle. Obviously, we're always working on stress management, or I hope you are if you're listening. That is a huge thing you want to be working on. But we also need to bring those magnesium levels up. In terms of if you are looking for a magnesium supplement, you want to look for magnesium glycinate. It also will be really helpful with, honestly, muscle relaxation, which can also help with sleep as well. So magnesium can help you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. And part of what it does too is it actually can help calm your mind before bed. So if you find your mind is always racing, but also if you're very active, when we talk about muscle contraction and relaxation, it's so important that we're getting enough magnesium so our muscles know when to contract and also when to relax and when to recover. And that includes your heart as well. Your heart is a muscle. So magnesium is really important for that. And it can also help with blood sugar control Mm -hmm. and a healthy mood. So we want to make sure for, you know, for stress, a healthy mood, a healthy heart, blood sugar control, again, supporting our muscles and and for, you know, sleep support. I mean, magnesium is part of my nightly routine. And I notice the nights I do not take it, but it's one that I do believe most people need to be on. Yeah, I I usually take a, a magnesium three and eight at night. Uh, yeah, and that one's you know what that one's great too. That one's great for helping like calm the mind. And the reason why I say magnesium glycinate is it's just and so is three and eight as well. It's just it's highly absorbable. Right. But you want to also look for any magnesium supplement you're taking that it's chelated because that's also going to increase the absorption, absorption. as well. Good yeah. point. Good point. Thank you for bringing that up. Those are the. The top ones, I mean, D, I don't remember what else you mentioned. I think I think a B complex, B complex for sure. Right. That's probably my next one I'd recommend to most people. And again, you know, this is can be for energy production mainly. Metabolism is another big one in terms of B complex, but we need most B vitamins for majority of the processes in our body to actually function and work. So I do prefer a B complex rather than just taking a B, you know, a B12 or B6 supplement on its own. If you do need extra support in a certain area, by all means. But I love that a B complex is more like a one-stop shop and you're getting a variety of B vitamins because most people are deficient in a variety of B vitamins, not just one. So it's really important. And you just want to make sure too that your B vitamins are methylated. So for instance, that your folate is methylfolate, um, your B12 is methylcobalamin, because that's actually going to really increase that absorption, which we don't want to be taking all these supplements too, right? And not having our body actually absorb them. Right. And to your point, when you see the cheaper brands, and usually they're not absorbable, 
Yeah, form is a form is a dead giveaway. Yeah, yep. The other thing is, I want to add that, and you mentioned it in a podcast on uh, your naturally well. Yeah. Which you, this is a podcast you just started recently, correct? Yeah, we launched in February, and we just we have a variety of health experts on, and it's really our goal is, which is kind of our Nordic twist with it. Norway's one of the happiest countries in the world, so we've taken a lot of their philosophies that they have and. Our goal is to really just improve your health and happiness, but it's all science-backed, all research-based. Um, you're not going to find any information on there that is questionable. But yeah, no, it's been really fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed that. Oh, I'm and, so uh, glad. One of them that was on there, you were talking about purchasing these supplements or supplements. Yeah. And and one thing I want to say, I know because people love Amazon and and yep. Good Lord, with with the invention of COVID and people were buying from Amazon stocks rose like crazy and people were buying Amazon left and right. But one of the bad things about buying your supplements from Amazon is A, you're buying from a, they're buying from a third party source normally. And you don't know what you're getting. The, other, the biggest factor, in my opinion, especially with omega-3s, is that they sit in a warehouse in who knows where. I mean, if they sat in a warehouse in Atlanta at 95 degrees, they're going to go rancid very quickly. Yeah. I mean, I store, I usually personally store my omega-3s in the refrigerator to begin with because they're eat, first of all, they usually stick together. So in the freeze refrigerator makes them easier to shake out, but plus it keeps them from becoming rancid. So, but, and I want you to touch base on the online market, you know, like Amazon or what's eBay. Is eBay still even around? It's still around, but okay. I don't think, I mean, I would not buy our supplements off eBay because it's not coming from us. So luckily we did have issues in the past with Amazon in terms of other sellers selling our product. And mm -hmm. that's where you really want to watch with supplements. When you're not buying direct from the company on Amazon, People can mess with the supplements before it gets to you. So you can actually have a supplement that's not even what it says it is. But if you are buying from Amazon, you want to buy from the company store on Amazon. I know for supplements, Amazon supposedly does have you know room temperature control and things like that to keep things fresh. I know our products move off the shelves very quickly with Amazon. So hopefully... That you know, the time isn't as much of an issue, but yes, I mean, if you want to get the best quality, order from our website because it's coming direct from us. It's not going to Amazon first and sitting in a warehouse and then getting to you. Obviously, there's a convenience factor with Amazon, but if you can, you know, if you know you're ordering every month or every two months, I like to make a little reminder in my phone. And that way you can always have it in a timely manner as well. Okay. Can you set up an auto ship program on Nordic Naturals? You know what? I I don't believe we have that yet, but honestly, we've been we're constantly changing. So there is okay. a possibility we do. I don't believe we currently have it, but I'm not positive. Okay. All right. I know you're on time constraints today, so that's okay. Because I got lots to do myself. So, <laughs> but before you go, and this is, I've got, first of all, 
Is there anything else you'd like to add about any of the things we talked about today or anything else before we let you go? I think the biggest thing is, you know, I don't want anyone to walk away from this episode thinking they have to take, you know, a ton of supplements or, you know, food first is always going to be number one. But it's really important to know too that like our food system has changed a lot and our food is very different. And we do oftentimes need some extra help or extra supplementation. Um, And if you are just starting out with taking supplements, there are a few things, you know, making sure you put them in a place where you actually will see them and trying to attach them to a current habit you have. Whether it's every morning you pour yourself, hopefully like if you're pouring yourself some coffee, you pour yourself some water and maybe that's when you take your supplements. Or I know for me, because I take them with food, I keep them right by where my plates are. So when I'm grabbing a plate to have breakfast, they're right there. But that's a piece of it too, is also making sure that once you get your supplements, um, you're taking them consistently because you want to start taking them consistently so then you can see results. Let me. This is a quick question because I take a supplement holiday every once in a while. Do you recommend that or not recommend that? Uh, like stopping your supplements. Well, for yeah, just a for like a couple of days or a week. Sometimes I take a supplement holiday. I wouldn't do it for health reasons, but okay. if like you forget to take it for a couple of days, not everything's going to be lost. But I wouldn't actively. Okay. Take like a leave of absence from your supplements. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I started that when I started, you know, but I take a lot of supplements too. So, you know, but I try and get the best quality food. I usually, since I live by myself, I usually order from uh, Blue Apron. So I get food delivered to my door. So I, and with recipes and that's so great. Yeah, it's all farm fresh too, which is I really love. So, so the vegetables are actually come from a good source. All right. One question for you that I ask all my guests that has nothing to do with our topic today, but if Kate had 30 to 45 minutes just to kill or chill out, what album or artist would you put on to listen to? Oh, 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, what album or artist? You know what? Right. I'm just going to go with right now because usually I'm a big playlist person. Okay. But recently, which I find is just like so calming in the shower, I'll put on music. And currently, John Legend's Bigger Love album has oh. been like, it just, it's like so calming at the end of the day. Right. And so that's what I've really been listening to most recently. Yeah, John Legend's amazing. Yeah. Lo- yeah. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. I, he has a song out with uh, the, one of the new country artists that's really good too. Something about sorry's. I forgot the name of it, but oh, la- yeah, last I time heard... I saw you, sorry to you. Yes. Yeah. It's a great song. Anyway, thank you so much for taking the time. Congratulations on your new baby coming. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate you coming on board today and talking about Nordic Naturals and Omega-3s and all the supplements. I love supplement. I'm a supplement geek and I also love the topic. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks so much for having me. This has been great. 
Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.